0: Good morning. I'm James Holman from The Washington Post, and this is The Daily 202's Big Idea for Wednesday, July 19th. Donald Trump is Teflon. He's getting blamed far, far less by the conservative base for the failure to repeal Obamacare than Senate Republicans. As the GOP all but admits defeat in its seven-year quest to overturn the Affordable Care Act, Trump made one thing clear yesterday. I'm not going to own it, he told reporters. Across the mainstream media, this morning's press clippings are just brutal for Trump. Ahead of his six-month anniversary in office tomorrow, there are hundreds of stories out there about how the president is not living up to his promises and has shown himself unable to make big deals. But that is not the vibe you get at all when you check out the right-wing sites where many of the president's supporters consume their news. Many conservative outlets are pinning the blame on Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell and the moderate Republican senators who defected. Here's a taste of what the Trump base is seeing. The banner on the Drudge Report says, in all caps, the most unproductive Congress in 164 years. An editorial in today's Wall Street Journal says, quote, If the Obamacare Republicans now get primary opponents, they've earned them. On his radio show yesterday, Rush Limbaugh launched a very strong attack against the three female moderate senators who announced that they would not vote for full repeal of the ACA. We don't have polling yet to see who's going to blame who for failing to repeal Obamacare. But we do know that in March... After the House failed to pass a health care bill, remember, it came back to life after it appeared to be dead, three times as many Republicans blamed congressional Republicans than blamed Trump for the failure to pass legislation. And that's the big idea for today. Here are three other headlines that should be on your radar. Number one, President Trump had an undisclosed hour-long meeting with Vladimir Putin at the G20 summit in Germany earlier this month. The White House confirmed last night that the informal session came after the leaders met for more than two hours that same day. The second meeting took place at a dinner. Halfway through the meal, Trump left his own seat to occupy a chair next to Putin. Trump was alone, and Putin was attended only by his official interpreter. Trump's newly disclosed conversation with the Russian president is likely to stoke further criticism, including perhaps from some fellow Republicans in Congress, that he's too cozy with the leader of a major U.S. adversary. Number 2. A U.S.-based employee of a Russian real estate company attended the meeting last summer between Donald Trump Jr. and the Russian lawyer who promised to have dirt on Hillary Clinton. That brings to 8 the number of known participants in the session. Ike Cavalazzi's presence was confirmed by an attorney for the Russian developers who hosted the Trump-owned Miss Universe pageant in 2013. Cavalazzi works for the developers' company and attended as their representative. And here's why it's important. The lawyer for the developers said yesterday that he received a phone call from a representative of special counsel Robert Mueller over the weekend requesting the identity of their representative. That request is the first public indication that Mueller's team is investigating the June 2016 meeting. Number three, President Trump's controversial voter commission will meet today for the first time. Even before the panel of 12 holds its first meeting, it has sparked more controversy and more questions about its competency than any presidential advisory commission in memory. On Tuesday, the NAACP Legal Defense Fund filed a federal lawsuit against Trump's Voter Commission, alleging that it was formed with the intent to discriminate against voters of color. They are at least the seventh party to file a federal lawsuit against the commission in the past month. And that's The Daily 202 for Wednesday, July 19th. You can read more at WashingtonPost.com Daily 202. I'm James Holman, and I'll talk to you tomorrow.